Live from our man caves in Virginia Beach, this is MLS Gone Wild, where Blem and Mike D bring you the latest news, rumors, analytics, predictions, and all things MLS and American soccer. Let's get it going, Blem. Hello and welcome to MLS Gone Wild. This is your host, Blake. Mike D is away on vacation this week, so you just have me for this quick MLS Cup playoff update. The MLS Cup playoff conference finals are set. Portland and Real Salt Lake kick us off Saturday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports 1. And Philadelphia Union and New York City FC close out the conference finals Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Let's talk Portland and Real Salt Lake first. The Timbers have beaten RSL in all three of their meetings this season, outscoring them 12-4. Yet RSL have outpossessed the Timbers in each of those meetings. In those games and throughout the season in general, Portland were a counterattacking team, but they may not have that same luxury in this match as they'll be missing Mr. October, Dyrone Aspria. Yeah, I know it's December. And potentially Sebastian Blanco. I'd expect Young Money signing Santiago Moreno to start in place of Aspria and El Maestro, Diego Valeri, to start in place of Blanco. RSL get 11 goal and 11 assist man Albert Rusnak back, but lose their midfield anchor Everton Luis due to yellow card accumulation. Can this seventh seed RSL team take out the two, three, and four seeds to earn their spot in their first MLS Cup final since 2013? I think so. I'm predicting Pablo Mestrini and company get the job done on the road. Now over to the Eastern Conference final between the Philadelphia Union and New York City FC. New York City FC are riding the high of knocking off Supporter Shield winners New England Revolution, but the big win came with a price. Golden Boot winner Tati Castellanos is suspended for this match, while Tavon Gray and James Sands look to suffer injuries late in extra time versus the Revs. Philly, on the other hand, well, they're dealing with a whole other problem. We're talking COVID. Names of the actual players affected haven't been disclosed. The two teams' season series record is 1-1-1, and and New York City FC absolutely dominated possession in two of the three meetings. Until we know more, it will be difficult to predict the personnel the Union will have and the formation they will play in. Expect Ishmael Tajori Shradi to start in place of Castellanos. With all the unknowns happening with the Union right now, I'm predicting that New York City FC will host the final in Yankee Stadium on December 11th versus RSL. Listeners, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, Added Time Outfitters. After the break, I'll be naming our MLS Conference Finals Best 11. We'll be back in 60 seconds. We all love the beautiful game. We spend countless hours watching, tweeting, discussing, playing, and talking about the sport. And we all have our favorite memories when our teams made history. Moments like Liverpool's miracle in Istanbul or Celtic's 2-1 triumph over arguably the best Barca side ever. Those moments that keep us coming back for more. But what if you could carry those moments with you all the time? At a Time Outfitters creates soccer-inspired wristbands to let you wear those memories on your wrist. Each reversible elastic design gives supporters of the beautiful game a unique way to rep their favorite team in any setting. With wristbands for your favorite teams from across Europe, the USA, and beyond, each added time design incorporates a 90-minute story from that famous match. Check out all 24 of Added Time Outfitters' current designs on the web at www.addedtime.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Added Time Outfitters. Welcome back to the MLS Gone Wild podcast. Head over to addedtimeoutfitters.com for all your soccer-inspired wristbands and apparel. Use code GONEWILD at checkout. 
for 10% off your entire order. So on this back half of the podcast, I'm going to be naming our MLS Gone Wild, MLS Cup Playoffs, Conference Finals, Best 11, that's a mouthful, based off of players' current form and their availability. We're playing a 4-3-3. We're going to start with our goalkeeper. My name partner, Andre Blake, came up huge against Nashville in the penalty kick shootout, been one of the best goalkeepers throughout the year. Reflex is like a cat. I'm taking the Jamaican International, Philadelphia Union's own, Andre Blake. Now we'll go to left back. Andre Blake's left back, Kai Wagner. Kai Wagner, outside of Andre Blake, is probably one of Philadelphia's most valuable players. Because in the system that they play, whether it's a 4-3-2-1 or a 4-4-2 diamond, they lack a lot of width in the midfield, and they rely on their fullbacks to provide that for them. So on that left-hand side, he has Leon Flock usually with him. And while Leon Flock I rate highly, we've had him on the podcast before, I love me some Leon Flock. But he lacks a lot of the offensive abilities. He, he's great defensively in the midfield. He tracks well. He runs more than damn near anybody on the union. But Kai Wagner is a two-way fullback, and that is – that he's the modern fullback. The way that we used to talk about box-to-box midfielders, we're now talking about fullbacks, which is crazy, and that's how the game has evolved. But that's what Kai Wagner brings for the Philadelphia Union, offense and defense productivity. So then we'll go to our center backs. Our two center backs are Collins for New York City FC and Mabiala. Both guys have been proven goal scorers in these MLS Cup playoffs. Collins scored, I believe, the – one that sealed the deal, the PK that sealed the deal against the Revs, and he also scored, I believe, the second goal against Atlanta United off of a set piece, a header. And then Maviala. Maviala has two goals for the Portland Timbers. One, while everybody was probably sitting down enjoying your, your turkey, your ham, your stuffing, your green bean casserole, whatever you enjoy, he scored the 90th minute on Thanksgiving against the number one seed in the West, the Colorado Rapids, to seal the deal. So those are my two center backs. Right back, Aaron Herrera, everything I said about Kai Wagner pretty much applies to U.S. men's national team prospect Aaron Herrera. He's been phenomenal for Real Salt Lake all season long. He's physical. He's strong. He gets forward well. He serves in a good ball. He defends really well. He doesn't get the credit he deserves, and that's because he plays for RSL. But throughout these playoffs, and again, fullbacks throughout the season have been phenomenal. It's been really fun to watch the evolution of fullbacks in MLS. But Aaron Herrera and Kai Wagner have been two of the best, and they're two of the last ones standing. So I'm taking those two guys. At the six, a position that's near and dear to Mike D and I's heart, Jose Martinez. I could have picked Diego Chara, Everton Luis, but Jose Martinez was great against Nashville. His distribution was phenomenal, and that's not something I always talk about when I talk about Jose Martinez. It's usually you talking about Jose Martinez's bite in the midfield and some of his banter and the tackles that he gets into and just how he disrupts the game defensively, but some of the things that Jose Martinez did connecting for Philadelphia Union was absolutely phenomenal. And I give him all the credit for that. So that's why I select Jose Martinez in my six. My two more attacking center midfielders, Maxi Morales and Demir Krylak. Maxi, the magician, well, that says it all right there. He he does everything for New York City FC in the midfield. He he steals the show. He runs the show. He connects everything. He is the creator for New York City FC. Uh, Demir Krylak. Demir Krylak was a snub from the MLS Best 11, unfortunately, with, I believe, 16 goals and nine assists, 25 goal contributions. This season, he wasn't named to MLS Best 11. 
So maybe he hasn't put up the numbers in the playoffs, but yeah, he did during the regular season. But the reason I'm putting him in here is because maybe he hasn't put up the numbers and put up the performances that we're used to seeing Demir Krylak do in the regular season. But the playoffs are a completely different ball game. These teams are game planning specifically to shut down Demir Krylak. And he just takes attention off of the other players around him, allowing the other players to shine. And so that's why I'm giving this, I'm naming Demir Krylak to our conference finals best 11, because he is definitely one of the best 11 there. And also, even when he doesn't affect the game with the ball, he affects the game just because the defenders and the other team have to game plan against him. And they're always worried about where Demir Krylak is and the spaces that he's occupying. And, and what's next? You know, how is he going to affect the play next? You're always worried about Demir. But now Albert Rusnak is coming back. And so now that he's coming back, 11 goals and 11 assists for Albert Rusnak, maybe some more attention goes to Rusnak. And Demir Krylak does get more opportunities against the, we'll call it shorthanded Portland Timbers. But we'll see. Let's move up to our front three. We'll go to our wingers. Santi Rodriguez, Santiago Rodriguez of New York City FC, he was one of my favorite players for New York City FC against the Revs. So creative, so technical, so dynamic. On that left side of the midfield, him and Maxi combined so, so well. Santi plays more as an inverted winger, loves to cut in, loves to create, loves to combine. And all of that was on display against the Revs. So if we're talking about in form, that was Santi Rodriguez's best game of the season. That's why he's on my list. Outright, Anderson Julio, he came in and affected the game off the bench. It's everything that you want a super sub to be. He was fast. He was disruptive. He was running everywhere. He was buzzing, and he got his goal against against Sporting Kansas City. And he took advantage of the opportunity. Sporting Kansas City doubled up on Demir Krylak at the back post, and Anderson Julio found the space at the near stick and headed it home. And Anderson Julio just brought so much energy off the bench, and that's everything that you want from a substitute coming in. You want somebody to affect the game in a positive manner. Oftentimes when a guy comes off the bench, like, yeah, they're doing their leg kicks, they're stretching, but really they're coming in cold. They're coming in and having to, you know, get on the ball for the first time. They're trying to get in form and trying to get in flux with the game, and he did it really well, and he kind of dictated how the game was played once he came in. Him, Justin Miram, and Bobby Wood, all the subs for RSL were phenomenal. But Anderson Julio, the effect that he had on that game, that's why he is in our best 11. And then up top at the number nine, man, this is really difficult. I had a choice between Felipe Mora, Casper Shiboko, Rubio Ravine, or Bobby Wood, one of those two. And then since Tati Castellanos is out, uh, maybe Tajori Shradi. So I took Felipe Mora, 11 goals on the year, four assists in the regular season. He has started one game in the MLS Cup playoffs, and then Niejgada has also started a game. With them missing Espria and Blanco, the counterattack is going to be a little bit the – count, the counter might not be on, and Felipe Mora is going to be asked to do different things for the Portland Timbers. So I think that out of this group of guys – Felipe Mora has the most to offer. Casper uh, Shabelko has shown that he can't operate in the 4-3-2-1 by himself. He needs somebody to play up top with him, like Santos. Rubio Rabin hasn't looked great in hold up, 
Bobby Wood, he played, I believe, eight min- 18 minutes, I'm sorry, in the last game, and he did score the game winner, and, man, was it phenomenal. I, I loved the goal. I loved the celebration and all of that. But I, I haven't seen enough of Bobby Wood affecting the game with hold-up playing anything like that to throw him in here for me. And to Jory Schrade, we just haven't seen him in the playoffs. So, like, by default, it's got to be Felipe Moore. But that's our best 11. I'll run through them again really quick. You guys let us know what you think. But Andre Blake. Kai Wagner at left back, Collins, Maviala at center back, Aaron Herrera right back, Jose Martinez at the six, Maxi and Demir as my more attacking midfielders, Santi Rodriguez at left wing, Anderson Julio at right wing, and Felipe Mora at the number nine. Guys, when you're done listening to this, hop over on Twitter, hop over onto Instagram. You know, while you're at it, hop over onto TikTok because we're over there too. Let us know what you think of our conference finals best 11. What would you change? as extra time would say, who got snubbed, okay? Because I know you all have feelings about that, but but let us know. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of MLS Gone Wild. Enjoy all the MLS Cup playoff action this weekend. Be sure to head over to wherever you listen to podcasts to subscribe, rate, and review MLS Gone Wild. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace.